Welcome back and thank you for joining me. My name is Ernie Harwell, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos and once a state college steed. Stay tuned for today's episode of PBE Motown. Our next several segments are all going to cover primetime week three, games one through eight for our PBA matchups. All right, our first meeting in our primetime week three took place on Sunday, July 10th. Sarasota was at Detroit, 1140. Uh, 11 win Sarasota was at 33 win Detroit. In this, the Maui Makos, uh, sorry, the Detroit Demons bested the Sarasota Supernovas by a score of 7 2, with right fielder Stanley Yalnets getting the main credit. On the day, Yalnets was 3 for 4 with a home run and two doubles. He drove in three runs and scored once for the Demons. The victory gives Detroit a record of 34-23. and 23. With Detroit leading 1-0 in the bottom of the second, Yelnats hit a cutter from Kid Carsey for a two-run home run. It was his seventh home run of the season and put the Demons ahead 3-0. That's all it took. We'll relax tonight and get back after it tomorrow, Yelnats said after the game. All right, on the second headlining game of week three primetime, July 11th, Monday, July 11th, we had Nashville taking on the Apex. In this matchup, the visiting Stars beat the Apex 9-0. The Nashville Stars got a good effort from starter Lucien Krumachi in defeating the Indianapolis Apex at the Brickyard. The final score was 9-0. Kermachi, now 5-4, was the winner. In 8.1 innings, he gave up 6 hits while striking out 3, walking 1, and allowing no runs. With the win, Nashville pushed its record to 32-26. Nashville relied on the bat of Zach Johnson to get the win. The designated hitter ripped a run-scoring double in the top of the first inning to put the Stars ahead 3-0. For the game, Johnson had one double and one home run in five at-bats. Good baseball players make you smarter. Make you a smarter manager, said Nashville manager. All right, well, in game three on Friday, July 15th, Cancun took on the New York Voyagers. In this game, Horse and the Voyagers get an 8-1 to win. New York Voyagers starter, Hall Horse, had all his pitches working at Vaughn's house. His stellar performance paved the way for an easy 8-1 to New York win over the Cancun Toros. The win gives New York a season record of 33-28. and Horse, a native of Laredo, Texas, was dealing all game. He kept Cancun hitters off balance while giving the Voyagers 
eight and a third quality innings. Horse through 101 pitches, allowing three hits and striking out four. Hi, Ernie Harwell here, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos. Just to remind you that the $5 footlong orchard chicken salad sub is back. Packed with juicy chicken, sweet apples, tart cranberries, and crunchy delicious celery. It's a bushel of flavor on freshly baked bread. Here for a limited time. Subway, eat fresh. All right, in game four of our week three primetime matchups, we had Vancouver at the Outer Banks. In this contest, the Vandals upend the Aviators 4-2 in a surprise win. Vancouver picked up a win at the island, topping the Outer Banks Aviators 4-2 pitcher Joseph Tosin was one of the reasons the Vandals triumph. Tosin got the win, improving to 3-8. and eight. He allowed six hits over and walked two over six innings. Tosin allowed one run. Boat Kring Gripper was credited with the save. He has now successfully converted two of three save opportunities. Vancouver used the timely hitting of Sam Andrews to capture the win. The third baseman socked a two-run home run in the top of the sixth inning to put the Vandals ahead 3-1. to one. It was his only hit of the four at-bats, but it was a big one. All right. In our fifth matchup for Week 3 primetime, Providence visits Boise in a matchup of two evenly uh winning teams. In this in this matchup, Bland delivers clutch at bat for Boise in walk-off win. Boise picked up a win at Hammond Park, bumping off the Providence Crabs 4 to 3. Pitcher Vivi Zellman was a major reason the Raptors emerged victorious. The win puts Boise at 38 and 36 on the season. The Raptors produced the win in large part because catcher Toot Bland in the bottom of the 10th, he produced a game-winning run, scoring double. Uh, in this game, we had uh, Providence scored first, in the, scored first in the first. Boise responded with two in the third and one in the sixth. That was all the scoring till the ninth when Providence tied it up with two runs, making it 3-3. It was then again in the bottom of the 10th where Boise hitter Tootbland had a run-scoring double. Hi, this is all-star catcher Ernie Harwell. Whoever said that a smell could bring you back a flood of memories was certainly right. Whenever I use pine saw in my home, I'm brought back to visiting my grandmother as a little girl. She always kept her house smelling fresh. I have pine saw to thank for that. All right, in our sixth matchup, New Orleans, New Orleans visits Buffalo. I think most people had picked New Orleans in this contest. In this contest, Beauregard stars for Ruggeroos in a 12-6 win. The New Orleans Ruggeroos beat the Buffalo Surge 12-6 at the powerhouse. 
New Orleans left fielder Gustav Beauregard had an, outsta- had an outstanding performance. He was 4 for 4 with 4 singles and 2 walks. He scored 4 times. The winning pitcher was Matty DeFerry. He is now 7 and 7. He went 7 innings, allowing 3 runs on 7 hits for the Ruggaroos. With the win, New Orleans pushes its record to 50 and 25. Though he wasn't flawless, few are the fans who filled the stands at the powerhouse seem to enjoy watching the Champion Conference action. With the win, New Orleans is now 14 games up on Death Valley. And Buffalo continue their slide. They're at 30. Respectable as of all the losing teams, bottom dwellers. They're at least 33 and 54. They have one of the highest winning percentages, I should say, in, uh, in the league. Only Seattle is a better bottom-feeding team. In our seventh matchup for Week 3 primetime, Buffalo is at Sarasota. In this matchup of bottom-feeders, we have the surge up and the Supernova 6-2. Spirited fans greeted the Supernova with their clash with the Buffalo surge. Buffalo wrote a decent outing from starter Hunt Hovac to visit to victory over the Sarasota Supernovas. The final score was 6-2. to two. Ruth Heater Ginsburg, besides having one of the greatest names in all of baseball, was credited with the save. He has now successfully converted two of 12 save opportunities. The outcome may have been different for Buffalo had it not been for Geronimo Shadirm, the three-time Gold Glove winner. Shaderm stroked a two-run single in the top of the eighth inning to put Buffalo up 5-2. to two. For the game, he was 2-4, for four, including one double and one single. Uh, Buffalo and San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio are tops in their division. They're six games up, looking like they're going to be playoff bound. Uh, however, Buffalo is struggling at 33 with 33 wins 24 behind the lead their their conference leading east outer banks in our final matchup of week three primetime we have maui makos visiting seattle sea serpents in this in this contest the makos upend the sea serpents two to one i've noticed maui has a decent record when the game is tight Kyle Salachia never let the Sea Serpents get in a groove. The right-hander used his bread and butter, his circle change, to pitch the Makos to a 2-1 to win. The win has Maui at 30-48. and 48. John Camden, the 33-year-old center fielder, had a direct impact on the outcome. Camden contributed a solo home run in the top of the fifth inning to put Maui up 2-0. Afterwards, Mako's manager was jubilant. This was a fun game to coach. He told a group of reporters, adding, I hope it was just fun to watch. So we have Maui and Seattle in this uh, playoff chase. Maui is 16 games back of the wild card. Seattle in the champion conference is 13 games back. 
with just a week left, it's looking unlikely for either of the two teams to make the playoffs. All right, this next segment, welcome back, I hope is uh, more of a fun one. Uh, I want to take a look at some of the different top position players and I'm going to compare them and their war and see what players in modern-day MLB have similar wars. So we're going to start with the Legends Conference. We have uh, catchers. Toot Bland has a war of 3.4, which would be Salvador Perez this year. Salvador is having a great year. So is Toot Bland. We have Sack Lodge with 2.6. That is equivalent to Jacob Stallings for the Pirates. Uh, same with Barbados Slim. There is no uh, same Jacob Stallings 2.6 war. Ernie Harwell 2.4 war. Ernie Harwell is between Mitch Garver of the Twins and Jacob Stallings. Maybe Wilson Contreras for the club, Cubs, a little better than that. And Dan Halen with a 1.9 is better than Carson Kelly for the Diamondbacks, but not as good as Dalton Varsho for the Diamondbacks, who, interesting enough, plays catcher slash center field. Moving on to first base. Again, we are in the Legends Conference. First base war, San Antonio. Let's uh, get first base on here. These are first base only players. So if there's a someone splits, they might not be on our list. San Antonio, San Antonio has a war of 3.9. Not a bad year. Uh, he is... His war is equivalent to a little bit better than Joey Votto. That's not a bad... He's having a pretty good bounce back here. Tom Shue wore 3.2. He is better than Pete Alonzo, but no Brandon Belt at 3.3. Klaus's Bergen Cannon with a war of 2.6. is closest to Jared Walsh of the Angels. And Ignacio Encarnacion with a war of 1.8. He is better than Frank Anthony Rizzo, Frank Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo, but no Reese Hoskin. And finally, R.J. Menard has a war of 0.9. He is like Yi Man Choi of the Rays. Moving on to second baseman. Second baseman. And... For second baseman, we have Bergamont Lamont, 3.7. Not a bad season. Uh, Bergamont, he is better than Adam Frazier, but he is no Jorge Polanco <clears throat> at 3.9. Steph McGibbon is a quick drop-off. Wow. It goes from 3.7. The second best second baseman is 0.9. And that would be equal to about Andy Ibanez of the Rangers. <clears throat> Do we go lower? W.E. Damboys, 0.8. Uh, it's better than Tommy LaStella of the Giants, I guess. Hunt's Ketchup, 0.4 war. He's better than David Fletcher of the Angels, who is 0.3. 
and pork chop sandwiches, point, negative point zero, 0. 0.1, negative point 0.1. Uh, congratulations, you're on par with Wilfredo Tovar. Now that sounds like a PBE name, Wilfredo. All right, uh, let's get some better war numbers here. Going to third base. Third base is uh, hopefully a healthier war position. In this case, we've got Dub City at 4.1. That's nice. Dub City, you are a Nolan Arenado or a Justin Turner. Actually, a little better. They're both four. You're 4.1. So you're between Nolan Arenado, Justin Turner, and Austin Riley. Christy Abbott, I'm at 3.6. Congratulations. You're better than Matt Chapman of the Athletics, but you're far from a Justin Turner. Sax Justice, 1.7, is right on par with even Langoria, who had a nice bounce back year, I think. Sam Adams, Sam Andrews, at 1.4 war. You're better than Brian Anderson of the Marlins, but you're no Matt Duffy. You're who's a point higher than you, who is that third baseman for the Cubs. Uh, did I get them all? Nope. I got Chipper Schlonkeling, point nine. You're on par with Aldemy Diaz of the Astros, point nine or. Moving on to shortstop. Shortstop is coming up next, maybe. Loading. All right. Uh, and shortstop has some ver uh, notable players in the major leagues with Fernando Tatis boasting a 6.1 war, a Carlos Carrera 5.8. Remember, a over 5 is pretty much all-star level. Brandon Crawford, 5.5, and Xander Bogarts, 5.2. Uh, not mentioned, but I'm surprised. Uh, Bo Bichette is 4.9, and Nicky Lopez is 4.4. Let's take a look here. Shortstops. We are in. We are in the Legends Conference, and shortstops are. Uh, the best ones include Peter Bochamp at 3.5. Peter, you're equal to Trevor Story. Congratulations. That's a nice name. Trevor Story. Uh, Danny Gonzalez, 2.2. You are on par with, uh, you're no Isaiah Keener Falefel. He's 2.3. You're 2.2. You got some growing to do. Uh, Pita Dawson, 1.9. I think I just did that. No. Uh, 1.9 would get you better than Alcides Escobar of the Nationals. Uh, 1.8, both Chris Jimenez and Linus Riverboat, both 1.8. You guys are better than Alcides Escobar, but no Isaiah Kiner Falefa. All right. Moving on, left fielders. Left fielder, we have some serious war here uh, <clears throat> to look at. 
and there we go. Left fielders right now, Cardinals Tyler O'Neill is the highest war left fielder with a 5.4. Uh, then it's quite a drop off, Jesse Winkler and Kyle Schwarber, 3.2, 3.1 respectively. Uh, let's take a look here. Our top war, Arno Dretchenberg, 4.2. You would be uh, better than Jesse Winkler. You'd be the second highest war in the majors. Uh, Akuna Matata, 3.8. Uh, also, you'd be the, you're like way up there. Uh, better than Jesse Winkler, better than Kyle Schwarber, better than AJ Pollock. Uh, Benny Rodriguez, Jenny, Benny the Jet, 2.2. You'd be better than Andrew Benintendi, Michael Brantley, better than both of them. And Julio Ruiz with a 1.8. You'd be better than Lourdes Guriel, Christian Yelich, and Tiny, Tommy Pham. Moving over to center fielders. In center field, patrolling center field. Um, Major League's top center fielders are Brian Reynolds with a 5.5, Sterling Marte a 5.4, Cedric Mullins with a 5.3. In PBE, our top war are Kirk Swerve, Yuoto Kia Kyra Claudia, Jay Doctor, Trevin Knight, and Brendan Westfault. Let's find out where they fall. Kirk Swerve with a 3.6 would be considered better than Brandon Nimmo and Harrison Bader. That is uh, reminds me of Harrison Gator Ginsburg. I guess that's where he got the idea, maybe. Yuoto uh, Kiraclata with a war of 1.9 would be equal to Michael Taylor of the Royals, better than Lorenzo Kane, but not quite as good as Trent Grisham of the Padres, who I had in fantasy. Uh, Jay Doctor and Trevin Knight both have a war of 1.8, so both of them would be equal to Lorenzo Kane. Lorenzo. Bridget Westfall with a 1.4 would be considered equal to Tyler Naquin of the Reds. He had a, I think that was a rookie with a nice season. Tyler Naquin of the Reds would be equal to them. Better than Adam Engel, Jake Myers, and Abrel Herrera. I can never pronounce that name. All right. And finally, right fielders. Uh, in PBE... We have some fine right fielders. Take a look. Our top right fielders are Willie Colon, Johnny Pluto. Both of them are have amazing numbers. <clears throat> Let's go through the top five. Willie Colon has a war of 6.9. He's going up against some major, major, major leaguers like Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, Aaron Judge, all have wars of five or higher. Willie Colon would best them all. The best Bryce Harper could do this year was 6.6. .6. Willie Colon is at 6.9. Johnny Pluto is at 5.3 war. That would put him ahead of Kyle Tucker, but behind Aaron Judge. And be ahead of Aaron Ronald Acuna, who had an injury-shortened season. 
Jackie Daytona with a war of 1.4 would be on par with Manuel Margot and Will Myers. Uh, Ruben Ramirez with a war of 1 would be better than Michael Conforto of the Mets, but not quite Seth Brown. And finally, Philip Stein of the Maui Makos with a war of 0.6 is considered better than Taylor Ward and Trace Thompson. Tracy Thompson. All right. So congratulations to those players in the Legends Conference. Hi, I just want to remind you, headaches, we all get them. We all wish they'd go away. There is a solution, Excedrin. I just take two and there's no more tension, no more throbbing, no more pain. My headache is completely gone. All right, welcome back to the second component of comparing war from pro baseball experienced players to the real show. Today we're looking at Champions Conference top five positional players at each position and who they would best in the majors. Starting a catcher in the Champions Conference, we have Elliot Anderson, a war of 4.2. He would be considered better than Yasmin, Yasmani Grandal, but no Yasmani Grandal. Wait, he's better than Yasmani Grandal, but no JT Realmuto. Uh, second in war is Cade Munson with a war of 3.8, who would, same spot, be better than Yasmini Grandal and Salvador Perez, but no Riyamoto. Uh, Kristen Bro, same 3.7. He'd be equal to Yasmini Grandal and just over a, a Salvador Perez in stature. Joe Burrow at 2.5, sliding down there, he'd be... Better, not, a, not, not no Jacob Stalling, but better than Mitch Garver. And finally, Ernie Witt, who I think I came up with in, uh, from the minors. Uh, Ernie has a war of 1.6. That equals uh, Elias Diaz and Jan Gomes. Moving on to first base. First base, top players in the majors like Vladimir Guerrero, Matt Olson, all had war of five or better. Uh, back in PBE, our top players are Dustin Parmalee, Victor Herrera, Bongo Lalongo, Todd Hafner, and Mike Boss Jr. Starting with Dustin Parmalee with a war of 2.8, puts him right on par with Jared Walsh of the Angels. Victor Herrera with a war of 0.9. Got to go down quite a bit for Yiman Choi of the Rays. Bongo Lalongo with a war of 0.6. Well, he's better than Luke Voigt and Ya, ya Chung, but he is no Yiman Yi Choi. Todd Hafner, same story. 0.6 war puts him better than Luke Voigt, but no Bobby DeBulk. And finally, 
Mike Boss, 0.5, considered better than several players like Luke Voigt, Manuel Sino, Miguel Sino, Ryan Zimmerman, and the like. Moving on to second base. Second base in the Champions Conference is a little bit stronger position. Top players like Thomas Rose lead with a war of 5.9. Second base in the majors led by players like Marcus Simeon with a war of 6.6.6 and Brandon Lowe 5.2. Jose Altuve 5.2. All players with all-star caliber war. Uh, starting with Tom, uh, starting with Thomas Rose, five point nine. That puts him right second in the majors between Marcus Simeon and Brandon Lowe. Good job, Danny B. Respectable, four point four WAR. He would be considered better than Ozzy Albies. I'll take that. Uh, Sailor Twift, three point three. You would be considered Whit Merrifield in the majors this year. Uh, Tex Walker, a heck of a minor league hitter there. Uh, War of 2.0 puts him better than Brandon Rogers and Josh Harrison. And finally, J.R. Cook, 1.9. You are no Cesar Hernandez or Tommy Edmond, but you're having a nice year yourself. Third base is another story. When we look at that, the majors have one player with a war of over five, and that's Jose Ramirez for the Cleveland Indians with a war of 6.3. For us in PBE, our best, our, our best player is Naz Hamed at 4.6 at third base. Naz, you would be considered better than Johan Moncada, who plays for the White Sox. Uh, Jumbo Slice, Jimbo Slice, 3.5. You are better than Matt Chapman of the A's. Steve Rogers at 2.9. Better than Joey Wendell of the Rays. Jason Bushwell. Jason with a 2.2. Congratulations, you are tied with Santiago Espinal of the Blue Jays. And Haywood Dingle. Dinkle? Dinkle. 2.0. You would be considered on par with Alex Bregman, who was had a shortened season with injuries. <clears throat> Short stops. We have some good ones here in PBE. We have some good ones there in Major League Baseball. Uh, so comparing the likes of Fernando Tatis and Carlos Carrera. We have Pablo DiStefano, 4.8. You would be better than Nicky Lopez, but no Bo Bichette. Wander Franco, 2.7. Congratulations. You're with Ahmed Rosario and Francisco Lindor, 2.7. Stretch Armstrong, 2.3. Congratulations, you are considered the Isaiah Kiner Falafel of PBE. Uh, Rounding out shortstop, we have Jebediah Crunk at 0.6. 
you are better than Taylor Walls. And finally, Wallaby Hickam's point five. You are, you are Taylor Walls. So live with that. Uh, moving finally into the into the outfield, we have left fielders. Left fields. Uh, the likes of Taylor O'Neill and Jesse Winkler. Uh, our left fielders, our best, Gustav Beauregard. I think I said his name today a couple times. With a war of 4.6, you would be second after Taylor O'Neill, ahead of Jesse Winkler. And Nicholas Dimes, same scenario, and Brandon Fry. You guys are all be the second best outfielder, left fielder in the majors. Uh, Zach Mouse, a little bit different story. You're better than Lourdes Gurriel and Kristen Yelich, at least in war. And Brian Benz at .5. Congratulations. You may be mistaken for Jake Fraley. All right, center fielders. We have our highlight player is Chris Jacob. Chris Jacob has a war of 4.8. We'll get to the Major League center fielders in just a minute. All right. Uh, Chris Chris Jacob, 4.8. You would be considered the fourth best major leaguer behind Cedric Mullins. Uh, Johnny Tsunami, 2.7. You'd be ahead of Kevin Kilmeyer, but no Cartel Marte. Jimmy Smith at 1.4. May as well be called Tyler Nyquin. Santa Cruz. Santana Cruz is looking a lot like Adam Engel. And Vladimir Batista. You are a noticeably better than Vladimir Henria, but not quite Brandon Marsh. All right. Our last position of both the Champions and Legends Conference is the right field. And in right field... Oops... In right field, they're going up against major leaguers like Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, Aaron Judge, all phenomenal, even Kyle Tucker. In our case, we have Matthew Edwards at 3.1. You would not make the all-star team, my friend. You are better than Avier Avisal Garcia of the Brewers, but no Mookie bets. Uh, Io Torrent at 3.0, same slot better than Avisal Garcia, but no Mookie Betts. Jody Quinn, my man, uh, third best right fielder with a war of 1.2, would be considered better than Seth Brown, better than Michael Conforto, and Anthony Santalander. I- Ionel Bogarscrew at .9 is considered better than Michael Conforto. At point with his point nine and Michael's point eight, 
and Scruff McGruff, the crime dog. He's, uh, he might look down at Tyler Ward, but he's no Anthony Santalander. All right. That wraps up our analysis, qualitative analysis of champion conference positional players versus Major League Baseball positional player war comparison. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll catch you at the next episode.